Hey, welcome everybody to the Tom and James show. This is fantastic, James, uh, having you on with me. We've been trying to do this for a long time. You have your news updates you are doing every single day. Yes, sir. Man, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you're, you're one of my favorite people in the whole world. This is going to be exciting. I'm going to wind you up and let you go. So uh, <laughs> this, this is what we have. We're going to see if we get through with this. And by the way, just so everybody knows out there, we're also going to be, this, today's Wednesday, we're going to be doing this again on Friday. James is going to be my guest on Sunday night uh, on Hope for Our Times on YouTube channel and also on Facebook. And that's going to be on our, on our regular Sunday night, so that'll be there. But we're going to look at a few things right now. We're going to look at, um, uh, is this a hoax, this whole thing that we have going on with coronavirus? I want to talk a little bit about the crude oil thing. Kim Jong-un, I don't know if we have enough time for all of this. Uh, and Emmanuel Macron thinks he's the uh, leader of the world now. I don't, have, have you heard about that? <coughs> I have uh, that ridiculousness. That has to have been that has to have been broken this morning or something. It, it it did or last night. And I somebody texted me and then I went and looked it up and I go, I thought this guy was I thought this guy was completely out of the picture. And all of a sudden he came back up as like the 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 leader of the world. Gonna Emmanuel Macron's gonna save the world. Goodness gracious, that is crazy. Well, let's get going. So, is this a hoax? And you and I are watching protests develop. And I think the protests are only going to increase. So uh, what say you? On Tuesday, you did Is the Coronavirus a Hoax on your own show. Uh, let's talk about that. Man, look, bro, there's a lot to talk about with that. Um, and first of all, I just want to just say how blessed I am to be doing this with you. You know, it's really cool. We've been wanting to do this for a while, and we've done some things off and on. And I'm just really excited to be able to do this. I really look forward to what uh, the Lord has for us in the future as we continue to, to talk about these things. Um, yeah, this thing is getting crazy. Uh, this morning, um, I uh, spoke about this. Um, it's a video where I just touch up on a lot of the instability that's going on in the world and kind of the hope that we need to cling on to. But yesterday when I did that video, the whole idea behind that video was to encourage people and cause people to think about pursuing the truth in a, in a world of instability right? Um, you've got to think about it like this. Uh, I ask the question, they say, look, is the coronavirus a hoax? And the obvious answer to that is, of course not. It's not a hoax. It's a real deal. It's seriously something that we should all be concerned with. It's something that is a real problem for us, uh, no doubt, but the flu is a real problem for us. There's a lot of deadly diseases that are a problem for us. The fact that in the same time period, we have been tracking this coronavirus over the last four months. Um, I think it's a little bit of a problem that we're hitting 12 million babies that we've killed in this country yeah. uh, thus so far. So, you know, I'm not trying to minimize the loss of American lives when we're talking about just over 40,000 American lives that have passed away. But um, in a really bad flu season, we have double that amount. And again, it's not my desire to minimize it. And it certainly is not my desire uh, to minimize some of the variables that exist uh, with this. Um, but the problem with this disease has been, or the problem with this virus has been the fact that we don't, there's so much about this that we just don't know. Even the experts got it wrong with respect to things like transmissibility. You know, if, if initially they were saying, well, it's not airborne, it's not transmitted by droplets, there's nothing like that that's going on. This is something that is simply just a, uh, a, a very specific type of human-to-human -human contact 
It's not a big deal it will pass over. It's not even going to affect the United States of America. And by the way, President Trump, you're a total racist and you're overreacting. You're not leaning on science by putting into place a travel restriction from China. Thank God. Thank God those knuckleheads were wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. But but going a little further, there's a lot of fact telling right now. There's a lot of authority that people are carrying. They're just coming in there. This is the way it is. And this is how it should be. You know, and um, it's a it's a very, 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 very big mistake. One of the, the things that I know you go by this rule. I know for a fact uh, Don Stewart does. And uh, I know anytime I've done uh, like a Q&A with him or you or Barry or even Jack, we all carry this rule. And this rule has always been this. If somebody asks you a question and you don't know the answer to that question, shut your mouth. Or at the bare minimum, tell them, I don't know the answer to this or I don't feel adequately educated on this subject. Let me go back and let me provide some commentary uh, with respect to it. For example, I can give you a great example. Somebody had asked me a question the other day about the four beasts in Daniel chapter seven. Now, each and every single one of us know about the four beasts. It's very obvious, right? But I did not have uh, the amount of time that I needed to be able to answer the question the way I wanted it to uh, to be answered um, in the 13 minutes that I had. So I just basically said, I don't know this well enough to bring this. I didn't say it that way. I said, I, I don't. I don't, I don't have a confidence in me to subsidize this down to a, a six or seven minute description. I don't think any Bible prophecy expert would be able to bring it down to six or seven minutes. Suffice it to say that fourth beast is the Roman Empire and uh, the little goat that everybody runs around uh, speculating who that is, oh, the goat is there. That we know that's Alexander the Great. It's not all that big of a deal. We know that there's 10 kingdoms that are being described there that are going to relinquish their power to the Antichrist. These are all very basic principles, and anybody who studies Bible prophecy is going to know or understand. But my point is, even in an area where I have what most people consider to be a substantial set of expertise, I'm not going to open my mouth and make claims unless there's a substantial amount of research or education that's been uh, pursued in that area. So the problem here is you have lots of people that are health experts. Okay, and you have people that are saying incredibly stupid things, and you have people that are saying incredibly intelligent things, right? Some of the dumbest things that I've ever heard are um, these drugs that they have been pursuing for the treatment of malaria. If you take those drugs, it will kill you. Literally licensed, board recognized physicians are saying this, and they make fools of themselves when they make those statements because this drug has been around since the 50s, and it has nominal side effects, other than the fact it's been helping people. So this is what's happening with the coronavirus nonsense. And I've been calling it the nonsense for a long time. Lots of people are making claims. They're creating stipulations with one another that are inaccurate. They're continuing to make assertions that are not true. And so although the virus itself may not be a hoax, all of the circumstances Literally, every single one of the circumstances that surround it are all virtual hoaxes, right? Including the way they're treating the president, including the claims that they're making with respect to transmissibility. At one point, they're saying, put on a mask. Um, it's going to help you. The next point, they're saying, don't put the mask on. The mask will hurt you. And then now they're saying, you've got to have it. As a matter of fact, in Los Angeles County, you can't even walk it. Listen, I can't go to the jack-in-the-box drive through without putting a mask on on my face before they will give me my food. How ridiculous is that, right? 
but it's because of the lack of education. And so now as a result, the hustlers are coming out, the liars are coming out, the false teachers are coming out, lots of people talking about, you know, the, uh, I've heard the leader of, of, um, uh, of the uh, antivirus task force is the antichrist, I mean Pence, really? Pence is the antichrist, really? You know, then it's the director of FEMA, and now it's this person, oh, it's the leader of the World Health Organization. Now he doesn't have the brains or the sophistication to carry on the role of the Antichrist, so it can't be him, right? Uh, but but you just think about it, and of course he's clearly he's not from the area that you would expect for him to be from. But you see lots of this happening, and there's a lot of this panicking going on, a lot of lying, a lot of hoaxing, and so the panic that settles in. Uh, creates a problem. Now, why should this be a big deal for those of us that love the word? Why should this be a big deal for those of us that love prophecy? Why should this be a big deal for those of us that are in love with the truth? Well, because when things like this happen, it creates confusion all over the place. I've lost count how many books are being written and sold in 48 hours time. This is how the end times are coming because of the coronavirus. Usher in Trump was actually in the Bible. It was a series of sequences of numbers that were actually in the Bible. You know what I could do with that kind of nonsense? I could convince you that the Bible says you should kill yourself. You want to know why? Because I could actually go look at the place where Judas actually killed himself, and then I could go find another passage that says, go and do thou likewise. Now I've just made a great argument. You should kill yourself. I write a book on it. You know, that's the kind of foolishness that's going on. I can make a great argument for the fact that it's a really good idea to start cursing all over the Bible, right? Because the Bible has lots of curse words and I can find them. Yet you look up what the supposed curse words are, like for example, donkey, you know, the other alternate word for donkey in old Elizabethan King James English, right? You can come to crazy conclusions. The funniest one that I've been hearing lately is um, that Trump is gonna be the one that's going to usher in uh, the um, the rapture of the church because the Bible says the trump will sound, yeah. right? And so there's people that are making arguments over that. It's obscene. It's ridiculous. I've heard that one since 2016, actually. It's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It is. It is crazy. It's, there's, there's a lot of crazy things up there. So I look at this. Okay, it's, a, it's the real deal. Here's the problem that I have with what I'm watching take place and why I think there's a lot of protests that are going on is because these the numbers don't seem to be adding up you know we're, we're we've heard that you know we're all kinds of people are going to die from this at first it was going to be two million people in the u.s obviously the numbers aren't happening there so people have been in lockdown and they're like well wait a minute why are we in lockdown the flu is worse than this um you, you start looking at all these different diseases that we have every year that are worse than this and in some instances uh, numbers of people dying are actually going down. So we're watching these numbers. It looks like for the most part, the curve has been flattened, but now we have Fauci and others that are saying, well, this is going to come back a second time. It's going to be worse. But this is causing a lot of people to just not believe any authorities, which I see is going to lead into more un a civil unrest. Well, and it's also self-fulfilling, right? Um, because listen, I have a lot of respect for Fauci. I have a lot of respect for Burks. I have a lot of respect for their medical prowess and, and the background that they have. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that for one bit, but I am saying this, I'm not even a medical doctor, but I know enough about medicine and I know enough about the way diseases transmit and disease control just from this period and all of my studying and all my reading to be able to tell you that their prophecy can be a very self-fulfilling prophecy. 
in that they say, oh, we'll have a second or a third wave. Sure, we'll have a second or a third wave. You lock everybody else in the house and you don't allow anybody to contact one another mm -hmm. and you have them all put on masks and everything, guess what? You lose this very important phrase. It's called herd immunity, immunity yeah. right? And right. so now that gets, I almost said immutability. <laughs> but, you know, you know, you get that. It's all gone. Um, how about one of the key findings? This is incredible. And by the way, this was upheld. This was even upheld by the Center for Disease Control. This was a principle that was upheld by virtually every physician on the face of the planet that, that sees this or studies this. They say one of the best things that could have been done for that flu during that time, during that pandemic, was more people to spend time outside. As a matter of fact, the ones that had the most favorable results were the ones that were in outdoor hospitals. Why? Because the introduction of all of the uh, all of the mechanics associated with the sun hitting the body really helped things, yeah. right? And so now we're telling everybody to stay inside, and now they've got people that are inventing these machines, these light bulbs that you that you turn on in your house that give you the same effect as sunshine. You get the same minerals, the same things, and it kills the same amount of diseases. It's obscene. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, so, <clears throat> right. So I, I, I look at these things, and these cause, uh, these are the things that cause the issues with people wanting to protest. They're saying, well, wait a minute, how can you expect me to be willing to submit to all these new rules and regulations when we know that there's this herd um, immunity that people have to have in order to get better? You, you start reading these laws, you're not allowed to take a, a, a boat out into the middle of the lake, and you're reading these crazy things. You can't walk through a park. With nobody around you. So it's gracious, Tom. You can't buy seeds to plant a rose. You can't buy seeds. So all of so this is the, the so I think there's a lot of pushback to this. Here's the other thing. I'm convinced that the Fauci's and these these guys are brilliant people. They've got to know, they, they've got to understand herd uh, immunity better than I do. So right. so so it causes people to think, well, wait, there's nefarious intentions here. Whether or not they are by these people, it seems that way when you're looking at it from a perspective like mine. So when I watch the protests, it almost seems to be like some of these things, and I can't judge a person's heart, but some of these things seem to be intentional to push. The, I, I, I think that we're watching these rules and regulations. James, for me, I cannot imagine all these new rules and regulations that are coming about that suddenly they're going to they're gonna be lifted once we get to the other side of coronavirus. I think there's gonna be a whole lot of restrictions that are come, gonna come our way. I think that we're gonna, we're gonna have to be uh, vaccinated, we're gonna have to be monitored. I don't, I don't think the, these things are just gonna go away. Um, and so I'm looking at them and I think that's the concern that a lot of people have right now. Yeah, uh, Tom, look, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, the more and more I, I, I look at this and the more and more I consider this, the more and more I see this, it's exactly what the, what the case is. And it's really unfortunate that it's this way. It's really unfortunate that it's sort of come to this place, but that's exactly right. And um, we should not be surprised as we continue to see these types of things happening, right? This is not anything that should be, that should be new to us. And like I said, you know, these updates that I'm doing every day, um, they're, they're incredibly important. I feel like, this is just in my heart, I think they're incredibly important because it's my goal and it's my heart to actually educate people regarding these issues. 
right? These are issues that are not small issues. These are, these are not the types of things that we should be ignoring. These are not the types of things that we should stop thinking about because truth be told, there are tools that are being utilized to take away our liberty. You know, the First Amendment of the Constitution is incredibly important to us. Religious freedom does not just mean, it's not as simple as, hey, I can go and I can worship just the way I want and, and that's it and there's no, there's no stigma to it. No, the freedom of religion as it's expressed by the Constitution and all of the mechanisms provided within the framework of the Constitution is designed to teach us a very important principle or to regulate a very important principle, and that's this. The confines of the mechanisms created by culture and society throughout the structure of its laws are intended to not force us to go against the conviction that we have based on our religious beliefs. That's what it's all about. So, so the problem is, is now when we're beginning to do these things, we're being forced to not gather together as the Bible tells us. The Bible says, do not forsake the fellowshipping together, the gathering together with one another. And now you're going to take away my religious liberty to be able to do that. You're a direct, it's a direct constitutional violation. You're, you're, you are literally coming against that which the country has afforded us to be able to do. And it makes me sick to my stomach that we as a church are not considered essential when you can go and abort a baby and that's considered an essential service. So worshiping Jesus is not essential, but worshiping no. Molech uh, is essential, well, sacrificing babies. And not only that, but the passage that you quoted from Hebrews about not forsaking the assembling together, it's, and all the more as you see the day approaching. That's we're right. in this and we're going, wait a minute, this is the time, especially apparently, according to the writer of Hebrews, especially when we need to be mindful about gathering together to worship the Lord. Yeah. So, so let me put this, think about this. Right now, as we hear the talk about the coronavirus, there is a push because of the coronavirus for regional groups of nations, right? To take over this whole thing. Not a Trump, uh, not a president, not a king, but a regional group of nations. I've heard that before somewhere in the Bible, like, 10 kings or something like that. Um, a Here's another thing. A global leader with global solutions, a cashless society to get rid of the virus-contaminated money, and a surveillance a society to control who can leave home, who can go to work, uh, who can buy, who can sell, all that type of thing. And here's something else. You look at these things, and, and you know, uh, Kushner... Um, Trump's son-in-law has now been uh, tasked with overseeing the surveillance of Americans right now uh, with this coronavirus stuff going on. So I'm looking at these things, and I'm not saying Kushner's like Antichrist or anything like that. I don't want to be labeled with those people who go around saying those things. But you look, and all those things I just said are all what the, the Bible tells us. Uh, the, they're all things that are going to happen during the last days. And I'm watching everything develop into this. And it it's should have people uh, alerted. Right, yeah. Listen, it, it's, it, I am so proud to be on record with you, I want to say five weeks ago, saying these same exact things, that this was going to come of all of this. This was before the shut-in orders came in. This was before the shelter-in-place uh, orders came. I think it was literally a week before all of those came in. We were saying the exact same things. We said these things were going to be the things that they were going to pursue, the things that were going to happen. 
We knew that this was going to be the case. The movement for globalism is nothing new. We've seen it for a long time. The movement for a cashless society is nothing new. We've seen it for a long time. The difference here is the deployment of those mechanisms to create that infrastructure takes a lot of time and energy and effort and planning. It could take years and years and years, sometimes in, in, in upwards of 20 years, 15 years, even in the information accelerated infrastructure that we live in today, even in that environment, you're talking about 15, 20 years away. But you know what panic like this does? Pandemonium like this hits the fast forward button and causes us to go there and do it in a reckless way. So the whole picture is, okay, well, let's get there and then we'll fix the mess as it happens. Yeah. And, and by the way, let me just tell you, we hit the fast forward button, we get there, we create a series of unintended consequences, really ugly, really nasty messes all over the place. You know what? All of us that are governors or, or all federal leaders in this in this one world economy, this is too much for us to handle. We gotta have one person that can figure this out. Let's give it to that guy. Yeah. He emerges and it all works out. And every, everything is going that way. Now here's the thing that's fascinating to me. If we go back two months, uh, you have Bernie Sanders running for president and all the things that he was saying he wanted to do, uh, people were rebelling against it. Even people in the Democrat party are saying, there's no way. You, you fast forward to where we are now, suddenly we've been catapulted into that and even worse than what Bernie was even saying. There's, right. oh, yeah. there's food lines, there's trillions of dollars being printed and, and passed out. Uh, there's forgiveness of debt that's taking, we're watching all of these things take place. And then when you look at something like Agenda 2030 and the intent was to get certain things implemented, one of them is a tracking for buying or selling by 2030 uh, vaccinations by 2030. And it looked like it was going to take forever. It was going to cost way too much money. It was never going to get there. But with this sudden coronavirus, suddenly we find ourselves there. And so I think th these are the kind of things that make people say, well, wait a minute, there's something very strange about all of this. Well, well hey, think about this, Tom. I don't mean to cut you off, but think because I, I wanted to stop while we were talking about the tracking and how it's only 20 or 30 years away. Let me tell you something. All that technology that they're talking about right now, it's old technology. Tracking technology, it's old technology. They're talking about these DJI drones that, uh, that um, China has been donating to law yeah. enforcement. Listen, let me tell you something. Any law enforcement worth their beans, and I'm very tight in on the technology side of law enforcement, right? And any pilot of these multi-rotors worth their beans, which you know I do a lot of that stuff, will tell you, if you're doing an operation for Homeland Security or you're doing an operation from for, for any of these other people, you build your own machine. You don't buy a DJI device. I own a few DJI devices, but I'm not gonna use them to do anything that's, any, that's uh, sensitive of any type because guess what? That stuff gets transmitted to China. The difference here is, we, those devices have been around for 10 plus years, okay? The difference is we're just now finding out about it. Now likewise, just like in that illustration that I gave you, when you talk about social tracking, give me a break. Tom, me and you were talking about this four or five years ago. This oh, yeah. stuff was already old news. There was an interview that I did, I think it was with me and you and Don, where I was talking about this back then. Look, the difference between uh, what we think is an acceleration of all of this technology, well, it was 30 years away, and now we're coming to it. Let me tell you something. We're 30 years ahead of it. In other words, this stuff is old technology. The difference is now it's much more palatable to the American people. See, the American people are so desperate to go to work 
that they'll say, oh yeah, monitor me, watch me, track me, do whatever. I'll take my, you know what, I'll take my blood test, here's my card, all of that. Well, you just gave up a good majority of your leadership, of your freedoms. You just gave up a good majority of all of your, of all of your liberties, right? All gone. And now you're willing to do that for your convenience. Right. And so right now, so when you look at this, what's coming, I think it's going to be coming in just a few months. Uh, it's going to be required, whether it be an ID card. We know everything's been developed. We know about that thing that Bill Gates has with ID 2020 and that tattoo, quantum dot tattoo. You probably know way more about it than I do. Oh, yeah. I'll ask you about the quantum dot tattoo Sunday night. That'll be exciting. We'll have a conversation about that. Okay. So we look at this. So it's going to be required that, um, hey, you, you've been exposed to the coronavirus, you've had the coronavirus, or just whatever it is. I'm talking about them even, I've read about them just today about lumping the coronavirus and the flu together to make sure that people have been vaccinated or they've had it. And if you haven't uh, been ID'd as having this uh, vaccine or whatever it is, then you're not going to be allowed to travel. And, and, and so I'm planning on going to Israel um, in the not too distant future. And realistically, I know I can see this coming. I'm going to have to have some type of proof that I can safely travel and not pass disease. Absolutely. That's coming in the, in the very near future. Absolutely. So, now, here's the question. I, I still have a couple more things I want to get to, which I don't think I'm going to be able to. But I got to ask you this because I have it all the time over the last two weeks. It's driving me nuts. I deal with it all the time. But people are so worried about, the, you know, they're hearing about ID 2020. They're yep. hearing about needing a vaccine. They're so worried that this is the mark of the beast. I've addressed it all day long today. I addressed it all day long yesterday. Uh, I, I did the day before. And I'm looking at it. And, and so, uh, is it? I, it's not. Well, no, tell it's not. Of course it's not. Tell people yeah. I did a, um, and, and by the way, if you haven't been watching my videos, go to my Instagram, James Cadiz on my Instagram, or you can subscribe, CalvaryChapelSignalHill.com. I might even just switch some of them over to our Tom and James. Actually, no, I'm not, because I, I only want me and Tom's stuff to be there. But if you go to CalvaryChapelSignalHill.com or you go to my Instagram, James Cadiz, um, and that's K-A-D-V-I-S. Um, I did a, a, a video on this that basically says, is all of this the mark of the beast? Or what about the mark of the beast, I think is what I said. And it's really simple. First of all, for those of you that are Christians and are worried about something being the mark of the beast, you know it's not because the mark of the beast problem takes place several years after the rapture. Okay? We know that. Uh, Revelation tells us that this is something that is a physical mark. Okay? It's on the forehead or the hand. It's a physical mark that takes place. And not only is it a physical mark, that actually has the mark of the beast, 666, it's also something that we, whoever takes that mark, is going to know what they're doing. So there's no question about it. It's very, very, very important that you understand that. But, but there are scenarios coming into play right now that give us lots of reason to think that we're accelerating the process to make that mark more palatable. That's the difference, right? And that is exactly what's happening. Correct, right. correct. So the mark is going to tell somebody from a distance, you know, which you're going to need to know from a distance. If you're scared of transmissibility of a disease, hey, you want a mark in a clear area, you know, put up your right hand. Let me see your forehead, you know, and, 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 
And once that comes out and you see that mark there, okay, great. They're okay. We got nothing to worry about. There's lots of, uh, there's lots of mechanisms that are going to be deployed in the near future where compliance is going to become a huge problem. It's going to be a big issue. And so compliance comes by people recognizing uh, marks and, and, and numbers and that kind of thing. I'm giving you a break. In the United States of America, on the West Coast, when officers can go to the beach and arrest somebody for surfing alone at the beach, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, those, and so those are the things that are getting people to say, we have a problem. And, the, and those are people who don't even know the Bible that are saying they, they don't like it. You know, their rights are being infringed upon. Uh, listen to this. Uh, we're almost out of time, James. On Friday, this is what I want to ask you about. So wrap your head around this, all right? Uh, concerning the, the Battle of Gog and Magog, think of this, Ezekiel 38. On April 4th, it was reported that Iran had deployed missile launchers on the island overlooking the Strait of Hormuz. It was also reported that the U.S. and EU are withdrawing their diplomats from Iraq in anticipation of an attack by Iran on its, or its proxies um, on U.S. troops in Iraq. All and over then, the land bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So Friday, and then also this concerning global economic collapse, get this, on April 5th, it was reported that more than half of the 54 nations in Africa have imposed lockdowns and that they are warning that their economies will absolutely collapse if they don't receive financial help. So we're watching that. And then I know you've seen this whole thing with the locusts, haven't you? Uh, you I, well, I know you did because we've already talked about it. But now there's this new wave of locusts that's coming through. So you start taking Africa, you have 470 million children in India that are, that are in lockdown right now. Many of them don't even have parents. We have this dynamic that we're dealing with in the world. And then you and I, we launch into the book of Revelation. We know about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And we're looking at these things going, to me, this looks like an incredible setup for what is coming. And I think, James, in the very near future, uh, people are going to look back at the days that we're living in right now and think those were the good old days for, oh, what, oh. for what I see coming. And that is what frightens me. And people aren't looking up. Uh, listen, we got like 40 seconds left. Can you give a word of look? You need to look up or whatever, uh, something to everybody who's watching this. Yeah. So the only source of redemption that we're going to find in all of these societal issues that we're facing particularly in the, in the country of the United States of America, is going to come from walking with the Lord. Because it's only the Christians that are going to be, really it truly is, the, the committed Christians that are speaking up and putting their necks on the line for this kind of stuff. We need guiding principles. We need the scriptures to show us and to fortify within our hearts the things that we need to pursue. So more than ever now, this is the time to, to receive Christ in your life. This is the time to come to know him. If you don't know him right now, let me tell you something. What is headed for the future is horrible, right? I mean, this is why churches are so essential, because we are the only source of hope that this world has to offer, and that's essential for everybody. So we keep our eyes on the Lord. And here's the beautiful part. The Apostle Paul tells us this. We know this throughout the scriptures. Brethren, I would have that you not be ignorant regarding these matters. So as Christians, we're not in the ignorant field. We're in the know because of what God has done for us. Do not be ignorant. And uh, many times that, that term ignorant was used in light of the last days. Do Correct. not be ignorant of these things. And so many so many people go to church are ignorant. James, thank you. I'm looking forward to Friday with you. 
This is going to be exciting. We're going to talk about Gog and Magog. I want to talk about the temple because a lot of people have questions on the temple. Some people even think the temple isn't going to be built on the Temple Mount. They think it's the city of David and that it's coming like next week. I that is Cuckooville right there. Yeah. Well, we're going to get, I want to talk about that. reading the Bible. There's so much time. We're going to get away from coronavirus for Friday. And okay. There's so many other things that we don't hear about because we're distracted by the smoke and mirrors right now. Yep. And so that's where we're going. James, thank you very much. All right. Ready. Okay. All right, brother. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.